let's go. This this episode I've actually like put down is just called the fucking jump. Okay, cool. Because we fucking jumped. Okay, we yeah. Fucking jumped, didn't we? I don't know if I've jumped, but maybe pushed. One leg, one leg off. Maybe one leg off. Yeah, maybe I had no choice and just kind of waited things out, and then people realised I was doing such a bad job that yeah. I was just like, right, I'm stringing it out. I need to make that cash work. Well, every single episode so far, it's been, oh yeah, we want to make the jump. Give us your advice. We've been speaking about it, speaking about it. And if we didn't, then we'd just be frauds. This podcast shouldn't exist. No, and that, <laughs> by the way, there's so many bits where I have sat and you you get doubts all the time when you're making the um making the jump into the life that you want or whatever it is, or you're making your jump into yeah something that is so uncertain in the future. Behind all of this, by the way, I've sat there and gone. Well, I've got to fucking do it now because I'm making a fucking podcast about the I fucking know. thing. Inadvertently, we've just put like a nice bit of I've nailed me yeah onto it. Like, oh well, you said you did. So I've you know. nailed the nuts to the mast now, and I've got to fucking do it. So I've got no option. Basically, I've backed myself into a corner, and I really regret this podcast. But um, but yeah, no, we've uh, I've yeah, I've done it. Have you done it? So I've done it. I've um, because I think we're at slightly different stages, but we haven't planned to do it together, which no. would be a little bit like, oh, oh my hand, bit, I'm not gonna do it together with you. Bit weird. But we've. We have actually, so one month, I've been going just over a month of full-time, um, full-time self-employed, full-time running my own business. That's the only thing that I do. Uh, the first day that I did it was Easter holidays. Can I just caveat, <laughs> caveat this, by the way? We're both leaving our jobs to follow the uh, life that we want to go and live. Yeah. All right. So that's the, the whole premise of it. And this will probably uh, turn into some sort of, emotional journey session yeah. about yeah. it so basically come into my world and realize that fucking hell it's full of worry and anxiety yeah. i mean going forward i mean people can reach out all they want we've, we've got some guests lined up for the future but we want to hear from people who have been doing the same as us but from a different corporate world or they've made a different form of jump um i was speaking to someone Oh, no, I wasn't speaking to someone. It was just like, um, yeah, someone that I was working with in my corporate job, he was a supplier. He messaged me yesterday on LinkedIn. He's like, I'm loving what you're posting on LinkedIn because I've made it just a little bit more like personable rather yeah. than just here's a blog article about something that I really don't give a shit about. <laughs> but he, he messaged me saying, I'm loving what you're putting on LinkedIn just to let you know I've had an offer for a job and I'm going to move to America. And I've known him for about four years. and He's always wanted to move to America. Yeah, maybe. Whether it was with work or Where's or he not. going? Chicago. I was oh. like, absolutely buzzing for you. That is class. He's making a jump, although he's keeping his same yeah like sales role or business development, whatever he was doing. He's doing that in Chicago, and yeah. I was yeah, I was actually buzzing for him. I actually feel like this is um we are doing the like podcast version you've seen on Netflix. Um, who's the chap that's really good at forward? Griezmann, the decisimo, right. and he has to make the decision. Basically, we're just tracking the life of the decision. The point that, mate, you need to watch it, by the way. I can't even, yeah, but he's saying, does he leave like Atletico Bilbao? Who was Madrid. he? Sociedad. No, oh, but it's right, Sociedad right. to go to like Madrid. Yeah. It was something that Netflix clearly just threw out, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, as in when it's not that much of a big, that much of a big jump. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, the, I think it's called a decisimo. So he's like talking through all of his life before and why he feels like kind of connected to it and then why he's taken the decision to to jump into this other football club. I mean, yeah, I wish I had the same option of probably being paid as much as he will be paid Yeah. Um, and then actually realise, like, fucking well, hell. Do you know what? I was <laughs> talking to Tom on our last podcast and obviously he's very well connected to Ben Foster. And then he makes the whole footballer realm just sound so much more like reality. Yeah. Like his next um, job, his next club, is it going to be somewhere that he's going to get more time at home for? Yeah. The same things that me and you look at, are we going to get, is it going to be a work from home role? Or like, it's not exactly the same, but he's having to go through the same process. How much traveling have I got to do? Yeah. Um, will I play or will I be number yeah. two? Uh, and things like that. And it's like, no, you just you, you make it sound like an actual like reality of a job, but when you sit back on your sofa, you're like, oh my god, yeah, I'll do anything. Job. He's doing five days a week. Yeah, there might be short training sessions, but he's still having to be there at a certain time. Yeah, like give it his all, go home, look after himself, and make sure he's got time with the family and stuff. I also think that's like yeah, a bit off tangent here, but like with footballers and stuff, when they're 
you know, ultimately at the end of the day, it becomes normalized. So that's yeah. their, that's their job. That's their world. That's yeah. the world that they know. Like it's all that they know. So like everything that they, everything that I bitch about in a, a not like a, a job or whatever it is, like that's going to be exactly the same as what they're bitching about yeah, in, yeah. in their lives and the things that they have to weigh up and the things their boss, that they're, their they're manager, yeah, board, like, yeah. You get yeah, you get someone new and you're like, oh, is this knobhead? Like, yeah. oh god, what am I playing? I was yeah. a goalkeeper. Why am I playing left mid? He doesn't. <laughs> have, he's got no tactics. He's fucking shit. He's off his head. Um, but yeah, no, like it's just a completely. We see it. I think it's put because it's like massively put on this pedestal as everything that we all probably wanted to be when we were growing up and yes, kids. It's like still do. We still do. I've still got it, man. It, you know, thirty two years old. I reckon I've still got a season. Mate, I've got five minutes in. The Southern Division League One. All right, hit me up, fifty quid. Right, I'll shore things up in a five-nil victory. All right, make sure that we're five goals ahead, and I will dust off those copper Mendy hours. If there is anyone listening from Banbury United, all right, bring me on. Two minutes left. Um, <laughs> that's again. That's Very the gig much. I want. I'd literally be like, all right, if that was happening on a Saturday, by the way, and I had a gig, yeah. I would be like, look. I cannot come to the gig and they'd be like, why? I'd be like, two minutes from Banbury United yeah, in the I'm fucking... Playing. It's the dream come true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the only, one of the only reasons I, uh, genuinely, and this is going to sound so sad, but like, obviously always wanted to play football and like, wanted to be a footballer or whatever it was. And I was watching Soccer Aid and I was mm. like, right, if I'm an account manager, no one is going to ring up <laughs> and be like, look, can we get an account manager on this team? <laughs> Like, I'm going to be dossing with Robbie Williams and that Maybe Jonathan Wilkinson, but yeah, <laughs> Jonathan Wilkins, whoever he is. And they're like, you know, no one's calling me up for soccer. Is he and just I, someone's best friend? Yeah. I mean, you know, swings and roundabouts. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. But I was like, what can I do? that maybe get me the call so I can actually live my dream of running out in front of 75,000 people at Old Trafford. And I was like, I can't do it actually being a footballer. So next best thing is to try and do something. Is <laughs> this time? Yeah. So basically, your stand-up journey started <laughs> yeah. with you wanting to play soccer. <laughs> I was sat on a Sunday just going, "I want to play that. What can I do? <laughs> I can't sing. I fucking poetry is not going to get you there. Um, what I'll do is I'll drive on empty nights on the motorway to Hull um, for 10, 15 years. And by the time, by the way, maybe if this actually kicks off, I'll be like. 45 and i literally yeah. can't run five minutes and i will actually then do. i'll actually then get two minutes at the end of like the rest of the world because i am welsh um <laughs> bradley walsh has given me like knuckles at the side um you could be on the uh, in the dugout so we'll Catholic. get we'll get there one day that's what i'm aiming for i uh i think i told you this they changed cider here yeah 6.8 percent nice local as well 6.8 percent i'm only having one today because that's can't do that but, um, oh, I'd be out all night if I had that. I've got some feedback. We've actually been getting a few bits of feedback. Won't go for it all live. But um, one bit of feedback I had was um, stop getting your drink with ice. To me. Okay, yeah. good bit. All right, well, sound. Cheers, for, cheers for letting me know before. <laughs> last, last one, you were having coffee. <laughs> oh, what, mate? I felt like shit. I felt like shit. I, um, I we guess did... it was because I was crunching the ice. No. Just get rid of it. Fuck we knows. did a... Um, so I did a gig the other night. Um, <laughs> so embarrassing. So we did a gig and it was like going to be, it was like advertised it was going to be billed as like this big gig or whatever it was. And we turned up there and there was there was literally about 25, 20, like 30 people there. And I was like already like, oh. So with that, was there a lot of empty space where you were doing A lot that? of empty space. Ooh. The room was good, but the room was too big for the amount of seats that were in there. Um address the elephant in the room, the fact that you could fit like 17 more elephants in that room. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, and the the place left feedback cards on oh. the, like on the chairs of like the guests. And I was like, don't do that. Like I can live, I can live see if someone's hating it. Do not put feedback card. All I want to do, I can see that that like Jillian over there is fucking hating stories about lads' holidays, Jeez. right? I do not want her to critique my my comedy set. That's not going to help me. And then the place, I like know someone at the place, so then they, um, they actually did get feedback on the gig, and the gig was all right. Like it was fine. You know, I'm not dead. Um, and someone did actually go back onto the feedback and leave feedback, and was just literally like, 
room was a weird setup. You call this comedy? Question mark. By the way, I was the host, was so I it? I wasn't doing material, so I was kind of you know warming people up. Was that the feedback? Is that the it? feedback? That was it. Full stop. What the heck for a conversation? No, I don't know. I think it's oh, mate, I don't know, but I yeah, like the girl, the girl told me afterwards, and I'm guessing it's like what we said with Tom before. You know, look back at the YouTube comments and stuff like that. Like, I don't want to do that. If I've been shit, I'll know that I've been shit. I know that it's shit. Like, I'm not in a different room or fucking weird. Um, yeah, someone took the time to to give like a little feedback card. I always find if people are leaving feedback, it's generally going to be bad. No one's really going on to a no feedback well i'll say that we've also had three ratings okay cool my mum my dad i think i need someone to show me on their phone because i think it's because it's me that's uploading it yeah it won't show, i don't know it's not technically savvy enough apparently i but. also want to get this off my chest as well um we <laughs> now live in a world <laughs> it's, not, it's not that much on the chest um we also live in a world where people have got to like give feet. They feel as though like every time they like have to give feedback, and you know people like don't take response. You know, you know like TripAdvisor. I do know TripAdvisor. Yeah, yeah. Very well connected website in the world, all right? Mm-hmm. But isn't it well weird how like you go on TripAdvisor and you look down, right? And something can have four and a half star rating, and they can have like a thousand. But all you'll ever do is look for the one bad comment just to justify the reason not to go. Yeah. But the person that <clears throat> leaves the comment, like, if you actually read the comment, you're like, you have got some form of, like, victimhood, mm-hmm. like, whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Everybody else would be like, oh, great meal or whatever it was. And this one person would be like, I woke up on Sunday the 13th of June. And then they list everything that went wrong with the day. But then you'll read that comment and go, oh, I'm not going. When actually you should read it and be like, that woman's got like fucking nuts. I, well, I do that, what you should do. But I, I don't like judging somewhere on just the reviews. Yeah. Do you know, um, because you, you you can get someone, if you don't read it properly as well, you've got spelling mistakes everywhere. That's, that's so, what I'm on so about. So judgy. <laughs> no, no. As soon as I see that, I'm like, well, you're invalid. Yeah. Forget that. Like, Spe- let, let me look at the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any spelling errors, void. <laughs> Move on. It's when people say Pacific one. instead of specific. <laughs> and I literally, that at that point, I just go, nope. Yeah. Invalid. Yeah. But I seen one the other day. This is a local um local bit. But it is Hat and Country World, like village and farm park for children under twelve. Yeah. And someone legit went on and left a <laughs> review and it was like, um, great farm park, terrible for first dates. And I was like, and then gave it one star. I was like, take responsibility. It's your fault that yeah. you went there for the first date. You've literally said Ron Seal does what it says on the tin. It's great for the old things. Like He's what? very bitter about oh, yeah. assuming it's a he. Yeah. About how his date. No, went. it was it, it was him. Mike S, if anyone knows him. Um <laughs> But yeah, like he's blaming for the fact that he didn't get the bang. He's yeah. literally like, No, it's it's hat and conscious. Look inside yourself, mate. Look inside yourself, right? Choose a better first date spot. Don't take them to a country farm park for children under 12. Do you want a cocktail, babe? Yeah, all right. Oh. Sorry, They've only got panda pops. <laughs> <laughs> it's blueberry, though. <laughs> or slush puppy. You know, the slush puppy, raspberry yeah. and blueberry. So that's my rant. Mike S, fuck off. Sorry. That's all right, mate. I mean, I've come accustomed to it. I think we all have. Mm. But I think um, what is going to be an interesting point with uh, this episode, Making the Jump, Yep. is the planning that's had to go into it. I don't know about you. I'm going to go off on mine. Okay. Um, this has been years in the planning, but over the last six months, like the planning's had to like prop it up its ante yeah. in terms of, I told my boss maybe six months ago, here's what I'm thinking of doing. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, like he's a completely sound guy. If he wasn't, I wouldn't have been able to be that open with him. And basically left it on a bit of a cliffhanger like this is what i want to do with my life but um kind of i need a bit of time and um of like almost trying to wrestle like a bit of a better deal knowing that i'm not going to go for that better deal but if i can get that for three months six months whatever then happy days and then had a house move to plan and then we had a baby on the way so i do i do things big and i do them in threes Clearly. Um, so did those. And as soon as we got the signature sorted, we got the date in the ha- for the house and we actually moved in the house. 
I think it was that same weekend I handed in my notice. Yeah. Um, so house was done. Um, kind of like knew where money was. Knew that we would be um, kind of down to like zero. Well, no, not down to zero. But I knew that we'd be, um, the crossover would be okay. So I've not paid myself from Unique Productions for two years. And now I was going to have to pay myself. So then I had to work out how to pay myself. And also, Cash is going to go on maternity leave. She's going to have a gap in her pay. I can. Cash is, is Luke's missus, by the way. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I know she's come up a few times, yeah. but thanks for confirming. Lovely lady. And then the. So that gap I needed to fill with money, but I mean, it's my, my company. I, yeah. can, I can say what I'm going to get paid. So I found that very weird. I had to decide what I'm going to get paid and how uh, without taking a piss, because obviously the, the company- main thing you're trying to do is grow it, not like take everything from it right now i mean i could go through so many little things of planning but like the money side of it have you got p and personal p and pretty much i've got spreadsheets all over the gaff um at the moment both for now and for when baby's here uh got future plans to have cash uh, not go back to work and just work for for unique productions got um obviously a home okay, office now get the family on the payroll yeah well <laughs> if i'm to give him money out dividends everywhere keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um and then richard obviously the other director he's um he's all sorted out as well for how he lives his life how he lives his life and how he wants to be involved going forward um yeah mate so much planning but so people think take it making the jump or taking the risk is like a flippant decision like fuck me you're brave you've just made a quick decision to leave your job nah this is like proper thought strung out. out yeah and um i think you, you do have people that say do you know what i hate my job i want to do something else i'll leave my job they do it they're like i don't know just flight people but for me it was a, um like a meticulously planned risk yeah uh, so almost it didn't feel like a risk in the end yeah um, and I know you've done probably your risk before where you took the jump. Yeah. That was probably less thought out. You can say fucking idiotic, yeah. <laughs> but now, the what the way that you're doing this one, yeah. you've got the house. Yeah. You're all in that, in that. You know what? You've got your kind of agent and stuff like well, that. Well, I'd say like, I would say, that, well, it's different types of people, isn't it? So I'm, you know, people will look at those sorts of things and they're very... Um, you know, they like to be a bit more structured in stuff and they have to like know that things are in places and things to, you know, where to go and, and they map things out. Mm. Like, I think generally doing stand-up, it, a lot of the stuff makes you much more of an emotive-based character. So you're, you react on your emotions. And I'm not saying, like, sometimes that's a good, that sometimes that's brilliant. Also, that's also a dangerous yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, like, you know, we all do fucking days where we walk into a job and literally just want to go, I want to watch this place burn down. Yeah. And there are some bad people that do that. I wasn't that guy. I was able to control myself enough. Um, but like, you, you know, there's definitely been, t- yeah, you kind of react without actually, and you go, oh, I'll figure it out. And then actually, you know, there are these big structures that we've got in our lives, like taxes and shit like that, mm. that do actually, you do need to pay attention to them and you do need to um, actually have some sense of responsibility mm-hmm. and i always talk about again i always talk about jordan peterson in terms of you know you, you know you wake up in the day and you've got to do what you need to do to give you allow yourself to be to give you the freedom to explore what you want to do so you need to wake up and it has to be x amount of chores or x amount of responsibility and once you've taken on your responsibility that's when you can get to the other side of it and you can get into the creative spaces and because you've earned the right yeah so, very much a football analogy. Earn the right. Earn the right to is, play. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's, that is earn the right to live your life because you've, or it feels like I've been on a years long journey, just myself, just figuring out, right, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. This is how I could do it. Oh, it's not the right time. We're getting married or oh, it's not the right time. We're moving house soon or whatever reasons there are. And I feel like those reasons have been valid. And although other people just say, do it. Like, eh. I would love to, but like also having a kid as well, you just need that slight blanket. But um, now it's got to the point where if I didn't do it, then I'm taking a risk. I think Stephen Bartlett says this, or, or it's come up in their podcast. The one who, the one who takes the risk, is the person that's living a lie, 
they're, yeah. the, they're taking the risk. The one who's not taking the risk is actually just following the thing that they know they should be doing. Yeah. They're, they're not the ones being brave. They're doing what they know they should be doing. Yeah. The brave people are the ones who are saying, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway because that's what society says. I mean, doing. <laughs> depends. A lot of context that that has to like go into. No, but it's true. Job-wise. No, yeah, job-wise. Um, you know, tell that to a thief that's breaking into a house. You know, he knows he shouldn't be doing it, but he's going to do it. You know, they're the, the ones of that course, go. Yeah, <laughs> but I know given. context is everything, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and that's also like the scary bit with the whole. Um, that's also you know almost. I don't know. It's I. I find more anxiety, more like worry in the fact of knowing that my life is mapped out. Like mm. I find more worry is like is There's that no room for is a... that going to be what it is? Yeah. Like I can see what what's going to happen. I'll get to this. I'll do this. And then I'll do this. And then I'll do this. And then I'll die. And like I <laughs> and then I go, oh no, my no. god! Like is that that gives me more? Whereas actually, when it's this slight adventure where there's like okay maybe i need to sort this out or i need to not be like that or or do this so there's like a sense of adventure in it then that helps me straighten out a little bit as yeah. i sit here with a beer on a fucking you know friday afternoon. Sunday, like, yeah fr- sunny friday afternoon but um yeah that bit like the unknown and that that like gives you like gives you energy and stuff like that i was whereas... thinking about this today though because the unknown is like next week's unknown, let alone next year. But then I thought today, and I thought about you as well. I was like, "Sexy, can you?" Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> <That is> nice. <laughs> where can you even see where? Like, given that we won't be in the jobs that we were in last year, can you even picture and see where we could be in a year? Because I can't. Like, it could be fucking unreal. It might not be um, as unreal, but I don't know. There's there's so many potential things that it could be yeah i uh and this is what i'd say with like probably loads of people that are doing it depending on you know what your state of your your inner monologue is i i'm a warrior so i i think i like and i whether it's whether it's parents or whether it's like upbringing or whatever it is but i i don't know whether it's natural fit but worst case scenario so i more worry about like what could go wrong as opposed to and yeah. what could go right yeah so i go oh in a year i could be fucked um i'm sorry for using the f so word your, your first thought is a negative yeah be. and then gradually over time i will get to a place where i'll reconcile with my inner child okay and so then this whole jump thing for you then on your anxiety level must be like really like yeah i'm chewing my nails mate i'm fucking every night you're I haven't been sleep. I haven't been. But but I think that that's the what everyone. I'd I'd hope that that's what everyone goes through. So I'm not alone. But like I've definitely found it quite. Now it's real and it's there. I found it quite difficult to. Also on the flip side of that, a load of the stuff that I had books in, and gigs and stuff. Some some stuff started sliding. Like gigs have got cancelled or pulled or whatever it is. And I'm going like, oh, actually, it's not going to be like this, is it? You're not going to cruise on up. It's actually going to be worrying about all of those. It's going to be the ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to be this like bottom out. Oh, shit. How do I get through to the next month? Mm. And like, it's not real. I'm not that safe anymore. If you know that it's going to be like that. Yeah. Then hopefully your anxiety would be a little bit more leveled. I've, I've gone, right. This is cool. This is wicked. It's going to be like this. And then actually now it's coming to the point when it's everything that we already know anyway. Like life is generally massive ups, downs, like stagnant, whatever it is for a little bit, you get stuck. Um, And now it's the point where that's actually hitting me. And then obviously that produces a natural reaction where, well, not so natural because there was a woman stood at the bottom of my bed yesterday when I woke up in like a cold sweat. But I don't know. Like I just got really freaked out. I was just freaking out. Uh, So I've been waking up in the nights like, um, and now I'm in that, that mode of it of going, Oh shit. How am I actually going to do this? Like someone's doing more than me. Someone's doing this. Like I'm back almost like molding back into that life. It's not just the fantasy and the dream. It's going to be. Well, firstly, I'm sorry because I didn't know anxiety and things like that. You don't ever see. So yeah. we're talking about the jump and I, like the assumption is that we're both going through the same thing. Yeah. But we're not. It's quite different. Obviously, you've got... Do you feel com- Do you feel quite secure in in doing it? 
I have a thing where whatever situation I'm in, that's what I tackle. I, I, I think that I've just, I didn't used to be like that. I used to be a warrior. Um, I think having um, Kalen at the time and age I did. Kalen's his son, by the way. <laughs> He's not a captive person <laughs> or a cat. Yeah, I should I should really address the <laughs> fact that someone might have just joined us and doesn't know. Me. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I had him, it like that was bestowed upon you. Like that, this is what you're gonna do. This is how you're gonna be. So you can't worry about it because it is. And ever since then, I think say if like. I'm was living in Liverpool at university. I would never miss Leamington or home. And then if I was at home, I'd love it, and I wouldn't miss the other place. So whatever present moment I'm in, yeah, I've always kind of like lived in that. So I at this moment in time, being my own boss and I'm the one dictating my time, I do feel semi comfortable um, because I know that it's on me, and I, I do actually trust myself uh, yeah. in terms of. Can I organise my day? Can I organise my week? Can I get the next job? Yeah, I can. I have, have been doing that. But if you talk to yourself too much and saying, well, from my personal perspective, what if you don't get the next job or you're not going to get that, you're not going to get another job uh, because for whatever reason, I'm like, if I did do that, then I would get myself in, and I have at points got myself into a bit of a like, shit. But no, just kind of like keep focused on this week, I've not actually completed. I've got a journal now as well. I've got a journal and a diary to say, like, here's what I should be doing every day. And I haven't completed all of that, which has annoyed me because I like lists yeah. and I like to complete them. But what happened this week was um, a client asked for three additional dates filming over the next week. Mm. And in my previous life, I'd have been, I said to her, at home, I was like, I would have been screwing. I'd have been so stressed out of my head. I can't do it because I'm working full time. Kaylin's got to get picked up, and I would have, I would have like, I would have melted down. But this week, I was able to just say, yeah, I can actually do that. Although my work will get pushed back a little bit. Like, that's yeah, up yeah, to yeah. me. It's 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 my workload. So I've said yes to all those things. It's extra money, which is great. But the yeah, and I, I kind of sat back and I was like. Man, what a different place to be in because I didn't, I wasn't able to do that before. Yeah, and I would have severely stressed myself out. So, yeah, I, I don't have the same worries I think as you. Probably because I think at some point in my life previously, I had to just get on with it. Yeah, in those words, and probably just my mind is then fixated on just do what you do in the present. I try and give that lesson off to other people, but I know it's not like even Kasha and Kaylin. That's not always possible. Yeah. So I know it's not that. Fair. I think it's, I like a lot of the stuff is, um, like I know that I've been there before and that, you know, and again, again, this isn't a therapy podcast or whatever it is, but people are all interacting in different ways with the world. Like everybody has their own, like exp genuine experiences and stuff like that. Like I know that there's like a light at the end of the tunnel. I know that that light is there and like, I can see it and I can I can see where it goes, but it is just having like, yeah, a bit of like the trust in yourself that you're going to sort of, that light's going to get bigger at the tunnel and stuff. That's the bit that I, um, I know it's there, but I'm probably a lot more expressive about like the trials and tribulations of getting to that tunnel because mm -hmm. like daily I'll wake up and I could be like fucking brilliant. And then the next day be like, oh, I haven't got enough booked in, like this this is gonna collapse. Mm -hmm. Um and then gradually as you I guess one as you get older and you've got more experience, you'll probably be able to go. Telling you distractions. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> that. There was a dog though. And by the way, that uh, well, I say dog. That's not but, a dog. But it's a chihuahua. And um, you know, I've got a lot of a lot of things in common with a chihuahua. It's <laughs> <laughs> like there he is. <laughs> Oi, Elliot. Um but yeah, no, I think it, I think it's more so, yeah, just trusting yourself that you know you're gonna make it towards the end of the tunnel or whatever it would be. But um, thing is, you're not you're not the only person. Like, although me and you were two people with different in ways in which we deal with things, but there's a lot of people who may not start a business or what they love or do their jump because of those types of things. Oh, like, they just don't trust themselves. Yeah, they don't have that self belief. Yeah, which. Um, I think you're speaking for all those people, and I think it's it's. it's I I would say um, 
So one thing that I generally learn in all of my life before those sorts of bits, and this is like how it's all started, is like if I felt scared about something, I wouldn't do it. I'd just avoid it, and I just I just wouldn't do it. And then I again like sorry to be the wanky kid that talks about traveling but like there were so many points that i was scared but i had to do it like mm-hmm. i had i had to do it i couldn't not do it and then you just found some form of like well it's courage isn't it and i think someone was talking about it before where they were saying like feel the fear and do it anyway mm-hmm. so like i know that that fear that i have maybe like heightened because of the way that i kind of interact with the world a little bit but I know that I should like feel it and still go and do what I want to do on the other side of it. Cause that's where everything that I've ever wanted is on the other side of that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and yeah. there's so many points where I was talking about stand up and talking to a stand up at a gig the other day. And he was saying exactly the same thing. How many times have you rolled up to a pub in the middle of nowhere that you are genuinely judging it? and going your body's going run don't do that gig like they're not going to get you they're not going to understand you yeah. like you're going to forget your material you're going to like everything goes boom 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 mm. but actually like on the other side of that you go and do the gig and some of them have turned out to be the fucking best things that i've ever done mm-hmm. and like generally learning that um that process of being so scared but then feeling what's on the other side of it you wouldn't have progressed that any further process. And like, yeah, so that's in a short time frame of like one night, yeah. whereas this whole process is like a far more like long drawn out version of that, yeah, yeah. where you're going to have like all of this build up and anxiety or, or whatever yeah, or it. fear. Yeah. But actually, you know, in X amount of time, the delayed gratification is that it will be that small, it will be that win on the other side of it. Yeah. Or that feeling of going, oh, that was... I'm really, really happy that I actually did that. Yeah. Um, I guess the question then is like, uh, making the jump. I mean, we're referring to that quite often, but like jumping into doing what you love is going to be like this. That's that's factual. If you stay in your job of whatever you're doing, which pays your bills, your life, life will be like this. So if you knew that, what would you choose? Because well, it, cause it, like, what you're saying is like you're used to be or you are scared of being scared or not scared of being scared but you won't do things because you get scared if it's like that then you won't you won't ever have scared no then, no then no I'd, ra- I'd rather I said like I do it and I feel like I'm living so even if I'm like up and down or whatever it is like and the back of it I go this is living like I feel alive like I feel sad I feel scared but at the same time I feel elated and happy or whatever it is and you know there are different times when I do look around and I look at stuff and think you know, I'd, I'd, I'd quite happily, like, I'd love to, one, be cut, but also, I'm saying this, by the way, is because, like, if I, if I'm sitting and doing something that's like, I just get itchy, like, I'm yeah. like, I've got to be doing something, yeah. I've, I've got, and that's probably, you know, it's a blessing and a curse, because it means, one, that you go out and kind of do a load of things, and you go and, like, face challenges a different fear, but it also means that I sit there and go, I need to be doing something. So in those rest periods or chill or whatever it is, I'm like, oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable. I've got to go and do something. Mm. Um, and it's probably accepting that. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, that's, I think that's half of the battle with it. But then that make, but then, you know, you need people like that and you also need people who are strong and stable because if you had me running the fucking country, by the way, Jesus Christ, we'd be in Russia now. <laughs> <laughs> All that emotion that you've got. <laughs> We've got to go. Yeah, yeah. Go. I'd be like, no, bang out of order, mate. Bang out of order, Mr. Putin. I'm coming for you. Um, buckle up, lads. So I, there's, like, I get that there's a, there's a whole need for everybody to interact with the world in the ways that they do. Um, you know, I'm, it's just finding your little place. So maybe my little place is that. Like, as in talking about all of those, you know, different highs and lows and being open about stuff where, you know, if you had someone really secure sat talking about their life and how they feel quite comfortable with it, like, I can share their experience and they can share mine mm. and we can all come up with a better, you mm. know, plan, world. Yeah, and I think it's having that perspective that I'm not everyone, you're not everyone, people are in Don't between. you find that fascinating though? Sorry yeah, to interrupt 100%. you. But like... I love, I genuinely love having a conversation with someone and they don't think like me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, 
That's... Not that you want to teach them to think like you. Be no. Like, Actually, give me some of what you're Yeah, yeah. Thinking. I'm like, ha- ha- like, not saying that I've got it right. By the way, I've got a lot of things wrong mm. or whatever. But I love like meeting someone and going, like, if I say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Like, some people would be like, oh, that's wicked. That's like, that's cool. And some people are like, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to? And I'm like, why do you think differently? Not yeah, that yeah. I'm right, but yeah. I, I want to know about why you think it's not cool. Yeah. And I like genuinely find it really fascinating. And it's really interesting to see do you know when you speak to people maybe a bit off tangent here but you speak to people and they're like they're thinking of the world in a completely separate forum to what i like what i am and like yeah and that's so like so interesting they're not bothered about this or they're not asked or they're aiming for something different or or too much one way like why are they thinking that everyone should be like this should be like you know what actually annoys me people have a view of the world like it should be like that it should be like that and I always have the view of, like, yeah, maybe it should, but, like, the only person that can change that is you. Like, saying, I don't know what, for example, but every, everyone should pay less tax, for example. Like, I can't, no one can change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, instead of being angry about what should happen, let it go. Yeah. Go put your energy into something that maybe you can actually actively change. If you want to, I don't know, be local council for the government and you want to implement that that's what you should go do but that's i that's i a very extreme example no 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 but i agree <laughs> i feel as like a lot of the stuff has like been broken into teams so you're on a team you're on one side versus the other yeah and the thing that i always try and reconcile with the world is is the fact that like there's no winners or losers there's only peace so it is the fact that yeah so there's no winners or losers all we're actually trying to do is live in like a functioning framework that there is people that can go off and be more emotive characters over there but more logic based characters over here and we're not trying to fucking kill all the emotive based characters Mm. or the rich people or whatever it is or religious or anything it's just like we're all able to function within this framework and like explore what each other like and it's all cool do you know what I mean and it's not like no this idea has to trump this idea this idea is right and I think that's where we've got to in a lot of stuff is that um, we think that a certain way is the right way of living and you're like why like well, that's do you know what I mean like yeah, share yeah. the idea and yeah, yeah, do it. I, yeah probably be, can... probably going into my history degree here you're probably going to have no, to edit this better I had a conversation with someone on the shoot the other day about this type of thing but I feel like it's not the road that we're setting out on like that conversation is very interesting but maybe that's over a beer just between us two which by the way is a bit mad if me, me and you met for a beer now without the microphones we would be nowhere near this in depth no but put two microphones there yeah and a concept well you're like exploring a bit of yourself as well Fucking you're also deep. you're also going into your um your inner soul and probably yeah. having a conversation with because at the same time whether this bit's going to go in or not who fucking knows but um at the same time when you're um you're at every point that you're playing and you're like playing with your ideas and stuff like that, you're like interacting with the world in a different way and you might learn something different. You might think of another perspective and stuff and you're like, oh, actually, I'm the same. I'm less of an idiot than I was yesterday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I told you a bit, a little bit about my planning to get to the moment of jumping. You, I'm going to give you like a list of questions, basically. Try and keep them... Um, Short. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel um, like I should caveat all of my life with that. No, keep it short. If you give them a short, then I actually don't know the answer to these questions. So then I'll I want to know more. Okay, go. So when's your last date working? Uh, one month. One month. Today. One month yesterday. So how are you? These are like closed questions, but are you like on downtime now? Yeah, like it's um, yeah, it's chill. Yeah, and when you. In one month's time, do you know that you're going to have enough money for like month one, month two, month yeah. three? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, for how many months? I have saved up like X to make sure because I know that the first six to nine months are going to be rocky mm-hmm. um, and they're going to be up and down. And then I've also like made sure that I've got, uh, I'm going to work like part time within a, a contract to make sure that I work like two days per week, which gives me X amount per month. In comedy or something? No, so like in 
something else, like yeah. working with some stuff. So I know that I've got X. So all of that like means that I cover all of my necessities mm-hmm. and my responsibilities and my bills yeah. and everything, which then frees up the ability to basically go off and make what I need to make out of the other side of it. Um, and then, oh yeah, all of that kind of stuff is then my spends and my reward for kind of doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, class. And then the after that six to nine months rocky period, what's your hope? Um, so I'm doing a lot of stuff where I am like trialing now. So I have kind of got like one base of work that will provide me enough of an ability to to build from. So I've got my part little like part time bit which will give me a sustainable income then i've got my um base of work with my promoter and my agent that will then give Mm -hmm. me enough on top of that Mm -hmm. and then my six to nine months then is that rocky six to nine months is the fact that i'm then gonna have to go off and build up more of like almost like a client base yeah yeah a promoter base and i'm gonna have to push myself out there and make sure that yeah i mean there's you know months of rejection i'm gonna have to do a lot of grafting a lot of like cheap things Mm. as in not you know not get paid that much but travel to all different lengths and breadths of the country to do stuff and then hopefully that then opens the door to like the next bit of that and then i just build up a batch of almost clients and promoters that then want to take me and work with me so i know that first bit is never going to be guaranteed income but it's enough of the enough of rolling the dice to go right about myself that i could i could work through that do my trial spots and then i can then you know start making the light at the end of the tunnel a little bit bigger yeah yeah expand it yeah i have a defining moment if, in what i do that if i reach it i feel like obviously tom was saying as well that there's a gold medal syndrome type of thing reaching to the top of the mountain and so on so on but hearing somebody quote that i don't know someone that i don't know quote something that i've written or created or for example this podcast if they've quoted something that we said and i accidentally heard it and i don't know who they are that would be like, I'd be out. That's, I'd be out, out. Yeah, that's that's the pinnacle. What's your? I'm not saying there's like there's obviously more to come after that, but like, have you got like as a comedian, have you got a defining moment that you would, not aspiring to get to, but that would just really solidify that you have nailed it. Overall, yeah. Um. I'm gonna be honest. I'd, I'd, I, I will bank on that. There, there's something that like I'm aiming for, and something that would, for me, define the success of it. But I'd want to wait until that happened, and I'd share it. But I don't want people to know what it is because then, if I actually fail, then I will be the loser that's walking around oh, that's town. Pain, no, no, I no. I get that. No, no, no. But it is something that I ultimately I'd wake up every day like doing what I enjoy doing and what feels naturally to me so in some senses you've kind of won or or successful or whatever you're doing i think it's bobby dylan that says that man's a success if you can wake up and go to sleep and fill his time with what he wants to do um but there is something that i have that um no it's right mate i think i've given it away soccer aid mate if i just paid in front of No, there is there there are there are two things that I two things that I want to do, um that have been my that have 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 been what I have set out and focused to do from the start, um and I'll I'll quite happily share them right at the end, but I haven't shared them with anybody. They're yeah, an intrinsic. Fair. They're an but absolute. But you've got it there, thing. and you know it's not like a thing that you think about every day, but your journey starts gaining yeah i mean there's there's loads of things within it like uh, there's Mm. loads and loads of stuff and if i if i fall fall short or whatever it is like i've still enjoyed Mm. the journey um i'm quite happy to kind of die on that hill yeah yeah but there are two things that i i would like to have achieved that i'd like to have done yeah for me to kind of go right that's cool yeah and it's not an amount of money. It's not anything to do with any of that. No. It's um, Money's nowhere near it. It's something to have done. Yeah. And then I'll kind of be like, yeah, sound. Yeah. Um, well, the, in kind of, in related stuff, so the... How about you, by the way? I realise I haven't asked you that question. What about you? Is there something the, that the you'd... The thing. So you said about the podcast, someone quotes... Yeah, well, someone not, quotes... like, I'd rather it be like a film or... A TV program, 
that I have had input on creating or maybe even wrote the line, written the line. Yeah. Correct. Um, and I, I had this when I was, I worked on EastEnders um, as a young lad, um, kind of with the storylining team. And we had to write the kind of like little mini scripts, basically, all in order to create characters and create scripts. And one of our tasks was go out into East London and walk, get on the bus, go to a cafe, whatever, listen to conversations going on, pick a sentence or something that gets brought up that you hear, write it down, and then build your two-page dialogue around that. And I remember going out and thinking, this is the best fucking task I've ever been given. Mm. Because then when you actually start listening to people speak, like they could be talking about anything, like literally anything. And it made me think it would be so good if I overheard someone saying something that I had said. Yeah, I got that in the playground every day at school. <laughs> <laughs> Made it. <laughs> did, you, did you hear what he said about her? Yeah, I did. Yeah. That was bang out of all time. Do you know how like, we're quoting like people quite often in, in the yeah, podcast yeah. where like, I've done a quote. So you've met, you, you, you know, you've relatively inspired someone or had like an impact. I think the whole, yeah, the whole point, the whole point is impact. So it's I like, it is, yeah. I mean, we all come here to try and make the world a slightly better, better place than the one that we found it in, right? That, you know, that's kind of success at the end of your life. Yeah. So if that, that's almost exactly what you're saying is yeah. though someone's taken some form of expertise or knowledge from you. Yeah. They, they've liked it that's enough to cool. repeat it to a friend or whatever. And then I think there's, this is probably quite unrealistic, but I've said it out loud at home a few times <laughs> and I've sat there watching Netflix or prime or whatever and said, one day you're going to see something I've made on there. Yeah. And that's quite like, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Get out of here. But that's that's also, because I watch it sometimes. I think there's a lot of shit on here. There's a lot of dribble. Yeah. A lot, a lot of dribble. Um, and I don't know if we were talking about on here as well. There's something going around Mill Street called One Year No Fear. Yeah. And got added by that the other day. Cheers, mate. You got what? Got added by it the other day. Added what? I'll do it. What would you do? I want to do the skydive, man. I've, I've said it out loud. I want to write a book. So yeah. I've got all like loads of little things that I already know what the book would be, but it's the case of actually writing it and having that as your only focus to do. But I had told myself before going self employed and doing this if you get any quiet time, don't stress. Like, work will come write your book like yeah if you have two days in a week where like things are just with other people or, or yeah. whatever that's your time to do it make the most of it because at some other point you'll be too busy to do it yeah um that's definitely something that i need to balance yeah yeah is that i don't if if there's like if there's a quiet time or if i've had, got like a quiet two weeks or something i'm like oh shit yeah i'm slipping no. And then I'm like, instead of just going, actually, this gives me time to focus. It is that that's the framework, like yeah. the the internal thing. Yeah, is that like actually, do you know what? I know that I've got this next month is fucking yeah. chocker, and I'm not going to be able to breathe. Yeah, like why don't I use this two weeks that's slightly quiet to work on something that is part of the bigger aim or the bigger goal? Do you know what that is? I think, and speaking to a friend of mine, it's about analysing those moments that you have so your immediate thought is I'm quiet shit I need to do something it's like a little bit of a panic almost whereas this last yesterday I um, came here to work but um, no sorry I filmed very very early yesterday yeah and it finished early before people were up in the house so I dropped the camera off in the house closed the door and it was uh, about quarter past six half six I just went for a long walk um, just by myself because I was like you're not going to go back to sleep are you yeah um, just went for a long walk uh, stuck a podcast on and almost like appreciated that I probably wouldn't have been able to do that in another yeah I wouldn't have been up A filming at this time because I just wouldn't have been able to do it um, B I'm calm enough to know I can go for a walk and not stress about what I've got to do for the rest of the day yeah and then I got here at like half nine I was like I'm not going to go in yet I'm going to carry on walking 
So I walked around Jefferson Gardens um, for another half an hour and thought, no way in hell would I have done, been able to do this and just realised like I'm, I'm quite happy the sun was out, just had a t-shirt on. It was just quite a nice appreciation moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also in a moment where I didn't have anywhere to be. Like I didn't have a meeting, I didn't have a call, I wasn't meant to be filming. There was no school. It was like to the do. still time. It was, and previously never appreciated those. No. There's always somewhere else I had to be. I was always rushing, but now it's like I'm trying to appreciate those, because um, it's not just about work, having your own thing. It's not. Yeah. It's it's completely not. It's about having like your decision on how. But it's having your. I I would definitely say one thing that I've experienced is having your own like boundaries because you're right you're on your own time you're on your own expectations you can manage your own expectations as opposed to i mean there's nothing worse than when you wake up and your phone's dinging because someone else needs something on their time yeah and you're like well this is my time like i'll get it done on my you won't you're on someone else's time yeah and i think that's definitely one thing that i'm looking forward to the most like if this all goes to fucking shit like i've got no one else to blame but myself because yeah. it's my time and it's my effort and it's my responsibility. Yeah. Um, I'd also reshape that if it does go to shit and you've been doing what you do on a weekly basis, all the moments that you've had in between, like could like the people that we've spoke about before being on air is like uh, the people that you've met and the opportunities that have maybe have arisen because you've had that time. Yeah. And kind of like, and also enjoy them. I'd say that's yeah. on the flip side of it. Like, I've definitely done stuff that should be enjoyable points or moments in my life or mo- or moments along the journey. But because I've been so busy, I've not appreciated. I've not really been there. Mm. I've just kind of been like, oh, yeah, sound. next one. Yeah. yeah. And I've like, I've never been able to kind of savor any of the moments along whatever's happening. Um, you know, not saying that we're fucking rewriting the script here and I'm fucking F1 champion of the world. But, like, where I've just generally been too busy, the small wins that happen within my own personal small life, Yeah. I've never actually been... I'm just like, right, on to the next. And I've been like, oh, that's wicked, cool. And yeah. then just go. I'm not saying that you need a big part in a celebration at uh, all those different moments, but able to be like, oh, do you know what? Like, fair play to your kid. Reflecting. Yeah, just not, but even just to be able to say to yourself, fair play to you. Mm. Like and just be grateful for where you've started and where you kind of go along in this journey and just actually give yourself a moment of self-reflection and yeah. just go, yeah, all right, I'm fucking, it's all right, isn't it? We've got the next batch of things to go, yeah. but at this moment... It is important. It is important to have that moment. And I think, so when I said I, it was Easter holidays when I was my first day working for myself, what that meant was I was a dad for two weeks, basically. Like, oh, you got your son at home, um, you got to make sure that he's entertained whilst doing the things you need to do. So it was a really weird time. It felt like for those two weeks I was working, but just all over the place, like, but in a good way. So I remember one Wednesday afternoon, I was like, we're going to go swimming. Uh, was it two, three o'clock or something like that? Just for an hour. And like, was, how mental does it feel? Yeah. Weird. I mean, I know we there's other no. Nobody wants to be a man at two two p.m. in the afternoon in a pair of speedos. Oh, that well, is that I, is I, a weird. It is weird, but I want to be in speedos. I want to be like that um, Southern Comfort lemonade. Oh, mate, I fucking am at the minute, mate. <laughs> Just walking down with your little. I got my one. I got my passport back the other day, and I was like, literally, if I go on holiday right now, <laughs> I'm literally going to like, look like Ron Jeremy. By the way, that's a porn reference. Um, uh, Ron Jeremy walking down um. the beach. Yeah, no, well, yeah. um, like. <laughs> little gut out <laughs> yeah it was just like well it was comfortable bro that's what i want to be like in speedos but yeah we just went swimming and it was just um it was really nice and that wasn't the only thing that happened i, w- I went away for a, well, a week as well with um only in the uk but to a very like serene type of like environment I, and i remember having those reflective moments center parks <laughs> mate no don't because it i had was. this serene week then i went to butlins and i was like these are two completely different Oh, worlds. mate, how many pubes are on the floor in the Butlin's changing rooms in the <laughs> swimming pool? Honestly, it's like carpet. It's like a 4G pitch in football, <laughs> mate. Absolutely brilliant. There's a spring in your step when you go back into the pool. <laughs> it's disgraceful. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, the, the Butlin's was for a football tournament. Um, but, yeah, it was it was carnage. There's tracksuits everywhere. Yeah. There was, there was adults just drinking far too early, kids just running about doing whatever. 
um, it was mental. But the week before, it was I, I was doing things like because it was in the middle of nowhere, dog walking. I went fishing with the father-in-law. That was wicked. That was quality. Table tennis, pool, bit of gym, a run. Yeah. Reading. Fucking out. Dr- drinking every night as well and eating like eating well. Yeah. But, like it was what you want to do on a holiday. Yeah. But I remember thinking I'm self-employed now. Like this is enjoy this because you're gonna get frantic again in a week or two where you're worrying about your next job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But also remember that you've now made the jump. Like, well done you yeah it's definitely that like if you don't you know there's not going to be the steady stream or whatever that happens so when you're actually got like a moment to enjoy or relatively enjoy it but at least then you know the responsibility lies with you yeah it's within your control the next week you've got to get up and go make shit happen yeah and that ultimately i think leads to less of a like like an anxiety based life because you know that's within your control right do you know what I've enjoyed myself this week I've knocked off whatever from the bank account and now next week I need to go back out and chase it I need to go and do this I need yeah. to go and do that yeah. as opposed to literally just sitting there going like <laughs> yeah just like what's going on like oh I've got this there. yeah just never feel whole yeah, yeah, and you're always just on, yeah, it's on someone else's time and on someone else's clock, which is what, yeah. what fucking kills me, man. I think you've, I've got a question for you, but you've kind of been answering it like the whole way through. <laughs> in, no, no, this is, in a really long format. No, this is, way. this is good, but the, you, whenever you handed your notice, and I don't know how long ago, well, you had to do a three month notice, yeah, two months ago. Yeah, have you like what is different since you handed your notice into now? A pup. Well, yeah, what is different? Because I know what. One thing is different. That's your mindset. What in real, like in real life, like yeah, what, what, feels how, what feels different? Uh, I think it is like the. You remember when you were like leaving school, and you knew it was coming, mm. and then it was like, or you're leaving university. That was the better one, and you're going out into the wide world. Yeah, like you've always had this structured. I know where this is coming from. Yes. Like I go from sixth form to the, the second year in sixth form and then first year, second year. You know what's coming each time and then you kind of get spat out the other end and life doesn't really have this much of a plan for you. You're just yeah. relatively making... Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you're just making shit up as you go along. Yeah. I think like the realisation that like, I'm not kind of living... You know, I don't know that there's guaranteed a paycheck at the end of each month. There's going to be summit, but, you know, one month it could be a barrel of coins in there. The next month there's the fucking dust and I'm like <laughs> sat outside begging. Um, so, like, the realisation of, like, that is, I mean, it's on my head. It's on me. So, that, no, but no, I think that that's a, a good and, a like, so a really, it, really it's, good it's thing. A different pressure. Yeah. That you feel. Yeah, I'm going to look like the knobhead if I don't do it. Yeah. Um... And it's, you know, I can't blame anything else. I can't blame it. I've got no real excuses. Will, will you announce it? What? The fact that you are now a full-time comedian. Uh, still part-time for six to nine months. Um, oh, yeah. But no, it's... Well, well self-employed. Well, it is. So that? it's like, yeah, I'm just doing what I need to do. I don't... I'm not like... Um, and also, this is the other flip side of it. Like, I... Um, I think we said it on another one, always be a, a verb, not a noun. So be someone who does as opposed to someone who is. So if I just, you know, make myself a comedian, yeah. I always think that I've got to interact with the world in that way. Whereas actually, if I just do a load of different things and go and do stand-up comedy or do this over here to make shit happen, like I can kind of free myself up. But then also that helps with like creativity and stuff like that. I haven't answered your question in any way, shape or no, form. Well, the thing that I was going to say, well, about me, but one thing I was going to say is different about you is your mindset. So you've now, when I've spoken to you just via WhatsApp or whatever, you tools are down a little bit. Your tools are down a little bit in terms of what you've been doing on a day to day and you're formulating plans basically to... I, I replace so I definitely sat like to answer that like I definitely have then sat there and had like a period where you're then it's almost like going you know like the quiet before the storm where you get the moment you get yeah. the moment to reflect and I know where it's going to go and what, yeah. what's kind of going to um, and ultimately like you know there's now like the little voice in the head going go on get out there mate go on go chase it mm. and I'd probably lost that for a little while mm. going when am I going to go and yeah, where yeah. like I don't know if you've had this, yeah, but like, definitely. when will it happen? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what, at uh, what point should I do it? There's no certainty. There's no guarantee that it was going to happen. But the point that it's gone, right, cool. 
there's an end date. Yeah. And now it's in my head, like, the other side of it is going, go on then, mate, get up. Come on, you've got to go and do this. Yeah. Like, it's time. If you have a bad one, it's all right, dude. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't panic. Calm down. It's on your head. We'll just do it on my shoulders, like... Yeah. Saying those exact same words. Oh, and then I get the other one on the other show. It's like, stay in bed, mate. Don't get out. It's a scary <laughs> world out there, Bob White. Just stay in with me. It's nice and warm. <laughs> um, and then you're like, no. And then you're like, am I, am I? Okay. Is this split personality? <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? <laughs> it's really warm in this bed. Don't get out. Um, so, yeah, no, but that other side of it, like, has started to come back and maybe for yeah. for a while I definitely lost that yeah and had gone God like I've got this I've got this I've got this on the other side of my job or whatever but yeah now it's definitely so much of like mate you fucking shouted about it enough you started a podcast about stuff like you got to hold so it hold right, yourself accountable it's, it's right well yeah it's, you're accountable to it I'm accountable to it yeah sir. but I'm also accountable to myself because yeah. I know and that's the most important thing the yeah. most person important to, most important person to impress i asked you that question i wrote it down uh on the agenda to because i've kind of been asked that and i the word that keeps coming back to me when people say what's different is like freedom i feel um a weight off because you've been watching braveheart man what a film film. yeah i'm just going out there my pants and an arrow um shooting down clients anyway uh, <laughs> the, the the freedom part is just uh, it's a weight lifted because i was obviously doing the t- well you were as well but the two jobs that i had were like the nine to five ones and they were weighing me down so much like my head was always full and i was always rushing so only having one of, like it's weird but just having one phone in my pocket feels lighter well wow, yeah it, it is lighter but like the whole <laughs> That's amazing. I can't believe you did that. Oh my God. You're lighter. That's fucking brilliant. I love that. I thought they'd bring the plate of shots up. I literally love that. Having two phones, having having one phone instead of two phones in my pocket feels lighter. Metaphorically and physically as well. Right, okay. Love that. I'm taking that with me, by the way. You can, mate. You can. Uh, But yeah, it does. And I think the freedom part is amazing. I'm proper embracing it. And, what else feels different is just you've got, I don't know, it's a calmness to it. Uh, well, I, from my perspective, I know you might not feel calm like once it hits and it comes because our minds work differently, but the calmness in the fact where I know I know what I put in is what I'll get out. Yeah, um, yeah. And this week I've had a client ring me, or the last two weeks, a client ring me like a lot, a lot, a lot. But I'm okay like creepily? That. No, just like late night, two o'clock. She's she's worried about certain things of the project, um, and sh- and she's told me she's like having your calm demeanor on the other end of the phone has really helped. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I, that's how I'm gonna be to everyone because it's me. Like I'm gonna be calm because I'm in control of it. If I knew that it was someone in finance or another supplier from a job that I didn't really wasn't really bothered ah. about, I'd be fretting because I don't know that guy. Or I don't trust him, mate. Or whatever. So I just feel a bit more like at peace. When there's stuff outside of your control, honestly, you should have seen me getting trying to get the bloody mortgage, mate. Because I have to make the solicitors two things. Yeah. Honestly, I'm like sat in a corner shaking, just literally like, can you do it? I don't understand why you can't do it. Yeah. Can you just do it in front of you, please? Um. (laughs) So when stuff's out, mate, honestly, awful. And I don't mean that as in a control freak or anything like that, but it's yeah. Everything just... else gets upped, like your nerves, your anxiety, your stress, because it's not in your control. You can't fix it. Yeah, it's not fixable. I don't know how people just don't bring up like a stage and just scream down the phone. Like, I think we do. Ah! Yeah. Like, just do it. Yeah, I know. I I got fully involved in my one. I was there emailing the buyer, the seller, oh. the estate agent. I was basically in control because I couldn't handle it. What a sham! Yeah, what I a thing. That. I That's that another process. podcast for millennials and the stri- the strife of millennial life. I made a few videos for it actually, trying to teach a thing or two. Teach a thing? What was that? Because I didn't know. Before. Available on on all good porn sites. On the by the way. Um, I didn't realize uh, this is a different conversation, but I didn't realize how shitty buying a house was until I had to buy a house, and I feel like every single person who's not bought a house 
goes through that same realization this is shit i didn't realize it was so crap and so difficult to go through the whole mortgage yeah i think buying a house is buying any other form of like product or a bigger bigger product obviously yeah. but they don't realize that you have to deal with mortgage advisors mortgage people um and then people on the other side of the chain all that stuff i was like mate horrid i love the fact that like they're like oh um they interrogate you on like where your deposit come from so my old man like yeah like help me kind of get the deposit together and stuff like that we ain't getting by with that no but that's what i'm saying they're like well where did this money come from where where is this we need to check this and like my grand died all right can you just fucking back off just 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 literally taking me grand died all right you know life is what you see it's how you see it i was gutted that she died but now I had a deposit for a mortgage, so look, fucking fifteen percent, you know, smack bang in the middle of Leamington. Cheers very much, Granny Little Legend. But then also like the mortgage process as well is like fucking horrible because you're just getting interrogated on everything, don't they? They check your like standing orders, direct debits, and yeah. they're like, oh, um, could you cut back on your Amazon account? Could you like cut back on your gym membership? What's OnlyFans? And you're literally like. <laughs> like and I'm like, look, I realise I got 14 subscriptions, but I, um, you know, I'm a weak man that's going through, <laughs> going through lockdowns. Just don't, just get off my back, all right? Um, why do you send 40 pounds every week on a Friday night to a Mr. Doctor Uggs, like, <laughs> with the reference, um, Gorgagula, um, <laughs> reference of, cut that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Dr. Uggs, but they, they were two bits of material, by the way, and I love the fact that you laughed at that. Um, but yeah, no. Material, try it here first. Oh, mate, yeah, try it here first. But yeah, no, it's true, mate. Like, absolute horrible process. Absolute, like, sham. But, and we're, like, treated. By the way, all that this podcast is going to sound like, by the way, do you know on when Titanic's going down? <laughs> Snapping. And there's bits of snapping, it's like... Honestly, it's so bad. Oh, you've but had a dodgy pint and your stomach's like... And you're like... The way we've oh, been with the mics today has improved. Much improved. Yeah, well, we've learned that. Um, I've loved that, man. Mate, I didn't realise it was going to go in that direction. No. Obviously, this is... Are you excited about the future? Yeah, mate. Good. I... Stay still. I... Yeah. Do you I, like your life? I'm very excited. I do. Good. I love it. Good. Dare I say. Yeah. Um, this time next year, mate, if we're still going on this, things could be... Well, let's see where we are. Fucking... All right? I might be a disheveled alcoholic, and at the same point, you might be doing something for um, you know, Netflix or anything like that. <laughs> but you could film my special. Might get there. Um, <laughs> could do, yeah. Yeah. Solid 20 minutes of jokes worth of shit lads holiday stuff. <laughs> Any promoters watching, by the way? Zanti OA, Elsie boy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, mate, I'm excited. And I am very pleased that you've made the jump. You and you're too, living bro, it, man. You too. All right. we'll, uh, we'll keep talking and if there's anybody done. out there that, you know, is thinking about making the jump, don't. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it'd be good to have you on. And it was, um, you know, we'll see where this goes, huh? Hit us up.